I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy. We talking about Twitter. Triple yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. Coach T, besides my Lord and Savior, Coach T, save You don't, you don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Like it's just, it's just annoying. We're not urinating on the fire, man. Not urinating on the fire. This is what I'm talking about. It's like. If you gave up on this team, you know, in September or in October or hell, you know, during the coin flip against the Colts or Cincinnati, I don't know what, then you're not part of this storybook season. Yeah, sure. It's not, um, you know, it's not a Hallmark movie. It's more of an HBO movie. And guess what I like to watch? All of the above. I'm, I'm watching a lot of TV cur- currently. But <laughs> this is a storybook season just because it's not, uh, you know, a 16-0 and 0 season doesn't mean that this is an exciting time right now. It's what Jen's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, exposing all your hot and toxic takes and garbage takes, you know. But just like Mike Tomlin told Mason, go get your hat on. I'm putting my hat on. I got the hat and the big earphones. I got the big boy earphones. I'm <laughs> I'm Kyle Kreis, high on top of the hills of Universal City in the 412 Greg Benevent. Hello. Still chanting Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I did actually do a little bit of that today when I was uh, working out. Where did you did you stick around? Did you make it to uh, to, to, oh, the, to the Mason I, I, I Kyle, I did not make it to the game. I was too sick to get out of uh, bed. I was I was actually too I was almost too sick to podcast last week. If we had been in the same uh, states, we would have not done it in the same studio. I was too sick. I didn't start to heal up until Christmas Eve, but uh, that Steelers game went a long way towards me actually being able to heal. And uh, what little breath and oxygen I could force into my lungs, I did use to chant Mason Rudolph from my mother's couch. Chicken soup for the soul, as, uh, yes. as someone once yes. once wrote. Ah, <laughs> oh, you didn't make it to the game. Dang it! That was, uh... I couldn't. It was. It was. It just wouldn't have been. I mean, look, I'm as crazed a fan as there is, but even I, on some level, have to think, geez, if I'm a middle-aged man who can't stand up for more than like 60 seconds at a time with this cold, maybe it's not the best for me to be out in the rain for three hours. Um, in maybe the, in the in the second half, we've got. I don't know, playoff, playoff scenarios. I think I've read like four or five different playoff scenarios, including the uh, the dude who shows up on election night on uh, on NBC. Yeah, that that's an annoying bit. I mean, I'm glad they give that guy work the rest of the time, Steve Kornacki. But yeah, I, I don't know about you, but reading the playoff scenarios, I read them and I am more confused than when I start reading them. Well, I think I got it figured out, or at least 
I know five or six different takes of people who think they do. We'll get to that in the second half because we still got to win two games first. Mm-hmm. But don't worry because there's still plenty of garbage takes. Let's get to Ugh. Let's just start because, you know, we'll get to the Mace love uh, in a minute because uh, there's plenty of that. But I want to get to the most garbage takes on the biggest win of the Steelers season in what? It may be the biggest win in three seasons. I don't Anyway, garbage takes starting with at Panther. Four nine five four seven one zero four Panther Pride Steelers fans are not smart enough to understand why a win today hurts this organization more than helps it. Anyway, oh, we Ooh. won the game. We kept this season alive. Everyone knows that that if we, we weren't supposed to, we we're supposed to give up on this season so that we can start looking forward to next season. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because if there's one thing we know that has a foolproof chance of working, it's the NFL draft. Uh, even before before we start this podcast, I always do like a quick football search to see what's going on, just in case there's some big news story, in case we have to bring it up. And the one thing that everyone is talking about right now is that Trevor Lawrence is hurt again. The number one one pick that the Jaguars were terrible for, I don't know, the last decade to get is hurt again. So if there's one thing we know that always works, it's the NFL draft. You're saying number one picks aren't guaranteed. I mean, that's what I thought. But what do I know? I'm one of those not smart Steeler fans that we're glad to see the Steelers win. You know, I'm still, uh, yeah, I'm still bummed we didn't have uh, Reggie Bush or Mario Williams, right? <laughs> oh, we blew it. All those number one picks. We Jamarcus Russell. Um panther pride well you know that's not the only reason why we're dumb how about at j bailey nfl jared bailey steeler fans i hope you'd enjoyed the last three years because it's going to be like this for the foreseeable future um what exciting seasons like i said i'm down for a season like this where we're rocking it in december uh win or lose um you know, how about I expand on this one? Not just the last mm-hmm. three years. How about the last 17 years? It's going to be like this for the foreseeable future. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Kyle named the section hot garbage takes, which, of course, <laughs> is, of course, is perfectly fine. He also could have called it hot sour grapes takes because for the haters, it really was Christmas. The idea was the Steelers were going to lose every game 33 to 6. And at the end of the season, Tom was going to get fired. And then everything that they wanted was going to happen. And then basically in one pass, that all disappeared. So what you're seeing with a lot of these takes are these people trying to cope with that emotionally, which is absolutely what this tweet is. Insane, I would say. And and, and some of this was like on Christmas Day or within hours of Christmas Day. <laughs> Peace on earth, goodwill to... Oh, let me get this tweet out. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about at Zany underscore baseball, Zany Bloom, Pit Pirates biggest hater slash lover? The worst and somewhat likely thing to come from this Steelers blowout win is for Mike Tomlin to excuse the shortcomings of the last three weeks, and there have been many. Last I checked, one win is not worth three losses. This is not a transaction I'm willing to make. Ah, oh, 
why are we so excited about this one win just because the season is still alive? We should still be uh, peed off about those three crappy losses. Believe me, I you know I, I still think about those losses at night. But hey, we're here to play another day. I mean, that's that's right. They have another game coming right ahead. Also, I mean, if you have to go by which games are most important, I'm sorry, uh, 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 Mr. and Mrs. Bloom, division games at home. I mean, that's as important a game as any other. Sure, they should have won uh, multiples of the other games, uh, if not uh, two or three of them. But um, in the end, the shortcomings of the last three weeks, I feel quite confident, are going to be blamed on uh, Mitch Trubisky and some combination of injuries. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you you could, yeah, injuries and quarterback play, I think, for the season. I think you're, it's going to come down to, you know, inside linebacker injuries and quarterback play is the story of this season. One of the stories, unless the story is Mason Rudolph saves the day. Should we just get Again, to the... What's right, that? we don't know that, that that very well might be the story. That's just it. We don't know all the facts at this time. But like I said, I keep thinking that all these tweets are absolutely because uh, the haters thought it was going to go one way and then very quickly it went another. Where I want to get to the memes. Where are, where did I put my phone with all the memes? Um, all right. Well, let's get to the Mason memes. Then there were plenty. Oh, did I, where did I leave my phone? Did I lose my phone? Did I great? Did I lose my phone during the show? Well, uh, what a what a way, way what a way to start the new year. I will uh, my maybe my resolution will be to give up my uh, cell phone addiction. All right, <laughs> let's get to the Mason memes. There were many, starting with <whistles> at terrible tradition, passing down the terrible tradition. This seems like a fitting first post. Rudolph is cooking, and it's just it's a picture of uh, it's a picture of Rudolph with uh, they they made his nose red, of course, right? There was a lot of that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it gets better. Let's go to at N Ketne Benyantic. He's here to save Christmas. Now we've got the. Reindeer, the the uh, claymation reindeer, old school in a in a okay. number two jersey. So that's a little gotcha. little cute. I like that. A little bit more uh, work done than just putting a red nose. On Absolutely, Rudolph. I I think, and I think, I mean, that certainly positivity is always accepted and always welcome. Putting a little effort behind the positivity is welcomed further still. Um, now here, let's let's. Uh, this is was my favorite meme straight from at. Highsmith High Five, Sam Highsmith. I was so happy for Rudolph Mason, Mason Rudolph tonight. Second best post game hug tonight, and the in the pick he posts is it's it's Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer in a Steelers uniform standing on a defeated Bengal. So, the I think that was the best uh, meme for the Rudolph season. I agree, and, and I think what part of it is that the the reindeer looks so happy it looks almost maniacal. Yeah, it is a tough, that is a tough looking right. uh, reindeer there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like the reindeer's like very keyed up about standing here right now. Now, you know, everyone wanted to get in. It's It was a little, um, I don't want to say cliche. Hey, I anyone who wants to jump in the realm of song parody, I support. I think we need more of the fun <laughs> Steeler content out there instead of just uh, hot and toxic takes. So let's see, some people were uh, into it like... We got at Wizard of Fire, 007, Wizard of Fire. Rudolph, the red-nosed QB, had an amazing arm. And if you ever saw it, 
Pickett's was gone to the house. I guess if you have like a Yinzer accent, that kind of works. Sure. I mean, uh, uh, this is, I, I don't feel qualified to speak on these things, but I'm more than willing to back you up here. Um, then we've got at Steelers fan UK90, Ryan Parsonson. Rudolph, with your spiral so tight, won't you guide my Steelers tonight? I guess that's cute. A little bit, you know, the syllables don't actually, it's a little bit syllabic, <laughs> you know, multisyllabic. <laughs> but whatever, it's a good good for a tweet right and and again we don't know like you said about the hater i mean maybe they're tweeting this in between happy drinks and spending time with family on christmas if so then this is a very good effort but you know i we uh i feel like we're the kings of this kind of content so i thought that <laughs> you are i sit at the foot of the throne yes you know i i say why not uh try our own version is it not gonna uh oh do we have this, is this music? Okay. No, they're not. Oh, I picked up the wrong. Oh, gosh. Everything is just coming up. Not Kyle today. Even the karaoke doesn't have the. Here, I'll just. I'll do it acapella. I'll do it pentatonic style. You know, for in the. Wow. Are, we, are we still in Christmas season? Yes. You know Bradshaw and Blackledge and Byron and Dixon. Charlie and Landry and Tom, Zach and Bristerner. But do you recall the most handsome stealer of all? Rudolph, the third string stealer, stealer, had career defining throws like Benjamin. And if he wins this Sunday, Sunday, his legend will surely grow like Devlin. All of his black and gold peers, gold peers, have seemingly gone down in flames like Kipsproff. Now we've got to let old Rudolph. Rudolph win another football game or he's a jag off then on one Christmas Eve Eve Tomlin came to say Rudolph put your ball cap on your shoulders are seasons upon now all the fan base loves him, loves him, and they shout his name with glee. Double yoy, Rudolph the third string, Steeler, Steeler. Let's go down in history like Tolstoy. I mean that you know that oh, that, that rhymes with tremendous. double yoy. That wasn't you know. Yes, I mean, no, well, I mean yoy is you know when Shakespeare was writing his plays, he never had to worry about how to rhyme yoy. So that's so you face a challenge that even he did not and you more than met it in that wonderful song i am if i wasn't holding my microphone and it's the only reason you could hear me i would have uh, stood and clapped um well don't stand because then your face would be off of the screen for the youtube well, watchers too. the question i don't even want to answer this question because mm -hmm. i think tomlin already addressed it fine but you know the conversation is kenny or mace let's get to this tweet at Mark Madden X. Mark Madden. Pickett had 24 starts. He's a bum. A wasted first-round pick. Rudolph is a better quarterback. Um, 
Is that what Tomlin is saying without saying it? You know, he's saying that, yeah. No. We, no, he's not. What's, what's Tomlin, what's Tomlin no, saying? No, he's not saying it. Tomlin was saying that uh, I, I think the fact, I, no, I mean, one, it's one, it makes sense to take uh, uh, Tomlin at his word. He has, uh, I don't think, I don't think Kenny is 100%. And I think with Kenny not being 100%, there's no reason to force him into what's going to be an absolutely insane environment at whatever they're calling the Seattle Stadium right now. Two, I mean, it's, you know, Madden's hot takery is uh, the guy's very erudite and very smart, but it's hard to, you know, believe him when he keeps being wrong. I mean, it's not like he was saying Rudolph is a better quarterback just a few weeks ago there. So uh, I, I think I personally think we can punt on the is Mason or Kenny better conversation until September 2024 and just enjoy it right now. But uh, but no, I think this is the right thing to do. I think forcing Kenny to go out there at uh, 70 or 80 percent is not worth it after what Mason did last week. So uh, I don't think uh, Tomlin's saying that at all. And I fully expect Kenny to be the quarterback next season. But uh, I also don't know. It's nice to see this team do well and be unsure about these things. But I love the Kenny thing to work out, yes. But my real loyalty is to seeing this team succeed. Yeah, d- d- yeah, exactly. We don't have to worry about this really until next season. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know. Let's see, like we got to, we got two games to win here. Who, you know, gosh. Um, hey, let's go to at. Hot Rod 86, Jeb, Mason Rudolph already has the top three throws of the season. Does he have a point here? He has at least one, maybe. I don't know. Because oh, you, yeah. You got Kenny to Kenny to Austin was a pretty good one. You got Kenny to Pickett. I mean, Kenny it, to Pickens in uh, Cleveland. In the Baltimore game. Baltimore, I mean, and, Baltimore. Well, and the Baltimore yeah. game, yeah. I mean, that's... That I forgot about the Cleveland game. So, yes, it, uh, I mean, whatever other issues there were with Mason back in the day, it wasn't with him throwing a deep ball. He threw a very good deep ball. What he didn't do was throw many other balls to the guys he was throwing to at the time. So, I mean, it's – but what's nice – what, what I don't mind about a take like this is, is somebody getting carried away in positivity, which is something we really haven't seen a whole, whole lot of in the last couple months, particularly in the last month. So this is a take I may not agree with, but I'm very glad to see. Everyone has seemed to forgot about uh, Mason's pocket presence, which is kind of less than stellar in the past. Although up until the Cincinnati game, uh, you know, you you wouldn't have known that. No, you wouldn't have known that. And it's and, 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 you know, what we haven't touched on, which I think also sort of is sort of the subtext of a lot of these takes is I didn't realize just how bad that Bengals defense was. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, I know it's the division and things happen and the division's always different. And, you know, I remember lying on the couch on Saturday early in the game and talking to my mom and aunt about like, well, you know, the Steelers have never blocked Trey Hendrickson. Well, he got hurt in this one, like very early on. So, I mean, it's, it's even the, the Bengals, the Steelers did have troubles with, I think that, I think what was it for even Friermouth managed to block Mike Hilton this time. I mean, it's, you know, so a lot of things went right beyond Mason and uh, hopefully that keeps going. But I mean, this, this defense is pretty bad. You're exactly right. You are right. We still, you know, and we got two games. It's like, and, and it doesn't look like, I don't know. I mean, if, if Baltimore, will Baltimore sit there guys in week 18? That's, I don't know. That's if next week. That's next week's if thing, I guess. If they win, if they beat the Dolphins, then they'll, don't they clinch home field? then they have no reason to play. Act, um, I think if they win, they'll sit there, guys. We'll rephrase. If they win, they'll sit Lamar. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not like 
you know, uh, he's not even like other quarterbacks. Like if you send Lamar out there and he decides to run for, you know, six yards on third and five because that's his instinct and it gets hurt that way. I mean, that's going to ruin any season. I imagine if the Ravens beat the Dolphins and they should, then uh, yeah, then I imagine they'll sit some guys. Should there's I don't I don't think there's any shoulds this season. I don't know. No, no. Um, should that's a good point. Should has left. Should should did not make it to twenty twenty three. Should should leaves with twenty twenty three. See ya. Uh, new year, new preposition. What is should? Is should a uh, preposition? Maybe, maybe should has been downgraded to maybe. <laughs> Coming up in the second half, we'll talk playoff scenarios and. Maybe we will talk insiders, lack of insiders. You know, there was Uh a, uh, speaking of year-end recaps, uh, there's one list that does not have any Pittsburgh insiders. So we'll talk about that coming up. Second half time. I don't even know. It might maybe maybe it'll be a uh, maybe we'll be under the t- the time for once. Uh, you know, usually the shows wow. go so long. Maybe for once we'll be under because everything is going wrong. I'm like uh, I feel like the uh, I'm I'm driving the spaceship. Everything's like Scotty. The hyperdrive is <laughs> malfunctioning. What you know, Star Trek. Everything is malfunctioning, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the third act for it all to come together. Um, but the team is winning, which help, which I think helps fuel the entire enterprise here. Yeah, everyone is uh, learning lessons along the way and saving the world. Let's go. Let's go. Playoffs. Playoffs. Got to win in Seattle. But if that happens, what's the scenario? Let's go to at Steelers win 109, Minka Bird Steelers. With the Texans and Colts lost, the Steelers now have a 90% chance of making the playoffs if they win their next two games. Man, that seemed... When I first read that, I thought, man, that doesn't seem right on its surface. But Mm -hmm. I went to the New York Times playoff predictor, and it is true. It's true. If we win out, we have a 90% chance of uh, postseason. Wow. I mean, that that makes sense. I mean, uh, uh, but it gets back to something that you said in the first half here about how, you know, so many teams that have been so many favorites uh, lost early in the season. And then the teams that took their place and became the new favorites lost later in the season. Hence, we're talking about the Texans and Colts losing games. So, yeah. So I it, it totally makes sense to me that if the Steelers pull these two out, then, yeah. But by that same token, I think if you come to us, in September and said, hey, is 10 and 7 going to get in the playoffs? We'd say, yeah, because 10 and 7 would have gotten in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I, I think I mean, I think a winning, you know, I, I wish I'd done the exact stats on this. I think if you just having a winning record, it gives you, I think, maybe one team or two teams a season with a winning record don't make the postseason. Certainly 10, 10 game, maybe only one team every few seasons with a 10 wins, yeah. you know. That's a rare one. And protect, even in our, you know, expanded and perhaps diluted then with the math, 17-game season. Yeah, that's the thing. All these, you know, these statistics with 17 games now, it's hard to necessarily base on history. You can't say, oh, you know, 10 wins guarantees you now that it's 17. Right, uh, now that it's out of a higher number, yeah. Um, 90%, well, you know, let's, let's, let's break it down to something simpler. At okay. Uncle Jimmy D, Jimmy Uh-oh. D. 
Steelers need three of the six to happen. Bills lose one. Browns lose two. Broncos lose one. I think we already got that. Jags lose two. We've got one of those. Colts mm-hmm. lose two, Texans lose two, and they play each other. So one of right. those. So will... one of those two is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we need the Bills to lose one, or Browns could lose their last two. But I think they play, or the Jags lose an extra one. Yes, and then you get to your three. Yeah, in fact, that seems to be what at Steeler Nation says: clear path for the Steelers to make the playoffs, win out. Jags lose one game. Houston plays Indy week 18. A loss by either puts them in. So, Jags, uh, it's Jags versus Titans in week 18, or it's Jags mm-hmm. versus Panthers in week 17. Which game would mm. you, which, which game are you betting on? Uh, I mean, I, 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 when I'm here at my mother's house, I get to see other NFL games in a way that I don't when I'm in Los Angeles. And having just seen bits of uh, the Panthers on red zone, I don't want to bet on that team in any context of them doing anything positive. So, no, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, 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 something happening in week 18 there instead. You're, bet- you're betting the, the Jags will lose to the Titans. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, also, too, the Titans played. I'm sorry, I got confused there for a second because my brain farted out. But um, no, the, but the Titans, they played the Seahawks tough. I mean, it's if they weren't the recipients of maybe some calls not going their way, they might have won that game uh, at home with Tannehill without Levis against the Seahawks doing everything they can to keep their season alive. So, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think the Titans, um, you know, I, I, think the, I think the Steelers win against the Titans on Thursday night is maybe a little more impressive in retrospect than it seemed at the time. Uh, we also have got Bills Dolphins Week 18, and Dolphins win there could, uh, that's, that turns out to be pretty important. I could see the Dolphins beating the Bills. Certainly, especially if the Dolphins do lose to the Ravens next week. Because don't the Dolphins then kind of have to win to be like, hey, we're keeping pace with winning this division, with getting that home game. After everyone talking about how great our offense is all season, we need this game to uh, survive. So, yeah, I think that I think that is a big one. I think I also think there's so many of these games that it's unlikely that Steelers uh, Ravens gets flexed to primetime. But, you know, again, I I, I don't want to say should uh, anymore, as we've learned today. Yeah, I mean, you you know, if it's Mason versus I don't even know who uh, who is it. Well, who was Tyler the guy Huntley? that beat him last year? It's Tyler uh, Huntley. And, uh, yeah, Tyler Huntley. Yes. It's, uh, thank you. I was not going to have that name. I was thinking RG three. Is he still on that team? I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, but let's go over to Reddit. We haven't been to Reddit in a while. Do we have the? Uh, where's the? Uh, where's the Reddit sound? Oh. <laughs> User stars blink. Remember the last time the Steelers lost three in a row and needed to win out? Picture of Super Bowl forty. Any any parallels yet? Is it too uh, too soon to draw parallels to that season? I, I think I think it's a little too soon. I mean that team went on a, a longer winning streak, but but in a way, hey, if they beat the uh, the Seahawks and the Ravens, that may be a more impressive regular season winning streak streak than the Super Bowl forty team did down the stretch. I mean. The Bears had an excellent record coming into Heinz Field for the game where uh, the bus ran over our locker. But other than that, it was a string of bad teams. It was Browns. 
it was a not so good Vikings team on the road, and it was a terrible Lions team at home that the Steelers struggled with for much of that game. So, uh, so, and and that's why a lot of the talk at the time, the haters were saying that the Steelers didn't beat anybody, which is why they're going to go out to the Bengals in the first round. So, uh, uh, again, it's it's a history for a lesson from the past about how maybe you should doesn't have a whole lot to do with it. Yeah, you know. Um... You know, Kimo von Nohoff in strikes, right? Is that was that that uh, you know anything? That was that game, yeah. So let's uh, let's see. I think the band is is the band trying to get on the field. Where? Yeah. Oh come on, turn off. Oh God, everything is just. Oh. <laughs> I need a new candy machine, new candy factory in uh, 2024. Mm. All right. How about some odds and ends, starting with at NFL, Dove Kleiman, Dove Kleiman, Joey Porter Jr., King of the North. Did you uh, you did you watch since you weren't at the game? I did. I did end up seeing that. I I did not understand the reference at first. I I I thought it was a reference to uh, uh, the alma mater I share with Joey Porter Jr. North Allegheny, but uh, apparently oh, it's not. But it's, it's not. not. It's it's something else, right? Isn't it Game of Thrones or something? Or it's, yeah, uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's Game of Thrones speak. But if you would have said the reason he said King of the North is to rep North Allegheny, then I would have said, oh, I like that. I thought he was kind of coming out saying, uh, look, I'm a rookie, but I'm already uh, the number one guy in the division. I'm already the guy. That's what I think it was. I think you're right. I think that's what it actually was. Um, well, you know, he, he, he walked the walk against Cincy, yes. but I feared coming. I was like, what a rookie coming out talking like that. We got to win. That's three a lot. Yeah. We still got to win two more games. So we'll see if he keeps that moniker. If he, I, you know, well, especially if he's covering like DK Metcalf or Lockett or, I mean, whatever other problems the Seahawks may have. I mean, go to great wide receivers are not among them. Yeah. This wide, you know, these wideouts, what you've got the rookie and you've got Tyler Lockett and you've got Metcalf. And that's certainly uh, going to keep a lot of people's hands full. I don't know if Michael Walker is uh, able to going to keep up with the. <laughs> But, hey, Patrick Peterson playing three different positions or whatever very well might. I mean, it's it's again, they've had a lot of issues in the secondary, but he has really seemed to come on strong in the last so many weeks. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, it, it, earlier in the season, people were like, you know, one and done with the Steelers. Now I'm our, I'm hearing talk, uh, you know, you got to keep them for next year. Absolutely. Yeah. He's still got that other year on the contract. I mean, why not? There, there are enough other issues to fix with this team that with something's working, let's try and hang on to that for a bit longer. Um, how's about at girl surgeon, Melanie Friedlander credit to the Steelers defensive coaches for coming up with a game plan that worked despite starting so many new players and having some guys playing out of position due to all the recent injuries. Um, we never talk. It seems like this season we've never talked defense. Um, but right. you gotta give it. You gotta tip your hat to the defense, right? With all the junk play. Now, can we do it for two more? You know, it's almost like this game isn't gonna matter unless we win the next two. 
Well, I mean, I think one, this game is always going to matter because even if they lose, even if they unfortunately they were to lose the next two, it means they don't end the season on like a seven game losing streak or whatever it would have been. I mean, that would have been genuinely terrible and that might have led to more changes than perhaps could benefit this team. Uh, but I, I, I don't anticipate them losing the next two. They certainly could. But I mean, but it's but uh, to the extent that they'll be able to compete in them, it's because they were able to hide Michael Walker as much as possible i mean here in this game he was only uh it was apparently only his fault for one giant blown misplay touchdown which if you can keep that to one a game maybe not so bad <laughs> you can if you only give up one touchdown per game then we'll take that <laughs> right, right exactly one touchdown because because specifically of what this guy did i mean one of the very few videos i watched because i've been i've been away from the social media this week mercifully is uh was just that they're like oh yeah this is why it's his fault and even i could follow that and i was like oh yeah it was so uh you keep that happening once a week i, I think this team might be okay on defense we went from bend and bend but don't break to uh well you can have a uh uh, you know, a small fracture, but don't uh, disintegrate, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not bend, but don't break. It's like, okay, if Michael breaks, uh, the rest of us only bend. Let's get flexy, according to my TikTok followers. How about, this was me, this is my favorite story of the week. At Pit Fanatics FB, Pit Panther Fanatics. Doesn't surprise me. Most of the Pittsburgh sports media consists of blowhards who are very unprofessional and think it's cool to constantly crap on the local college team every chance they get. And sure, it buys them some clicks, reacts, but most people see it for what it is. Fourth-rate hackery. What's What are we talking about? Well, the story is... Uh, the nominees came out for the sportscasters, the Pennsylvania sportscasters and sports writers of the year. Seven nominees in the sportscaster, seven nominees in the sports writers category. All 14 are from Philly. Not one Pittsburgh uh, nomination. You know, so where are these Pittsburgh insiders? Well, I mean, I, at one, I would think. The, the city that has the team that goes to the Super Bowl and uh, the team that goes to the World Series and then the NLCS in seven games is more likely to uh, uh, maybe do these things. But yes, but I, I think it does speak to a different, I don't know, I don't know if it's necessarily a level of professionalism, but I mean, it's, you know, something beyond just thinking, OK, how are we going to get to the next click? How are we going to get the next uh, uh, view? And perhaps taking a longer view is how uh, you can do more uh, consistent quality work here. It just, I don't know what it is. You know, I guess when when, when you're working from a day-to-day -day on the micro, um, you know, there's no, you're more focused on that and maybe not on some bigger picture things or some bigger ideas or some, you know, maybe something that, uh, might take a little bit more work. I don't know what it is. It's, you know, it just seems like, it seems like E to me. It seems like, you know, E News or mm. Entertainment Tonight. You know, it's, That's a good analogy. it's Access That's Hollywood a good analogy. for the Steelers is what we get. You know, we don't get the good content. Even that, you know, even the Tomlick book I read, I wish that there was, you know, maybe a little more, some more insight maybe. And that guy was an insider, you know, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, enough said, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I think your point is correct. I think it's, it's, it's something we've always, that's part of why this podcast exists, a significant portion, is because this is, you know, we, we're, we're not here to provide solutions. We're here to point where the problems are. And uh, I think this has been a problem, particularly in a season like this, of being like, you know, it's, it's we know the things are bad. What else uh, could there be? 
And uh, we haven't gotten a whole lot of answers to that. You know, for me, it's like this podcast. It's like I did this podcast because I wasn't getting it wasn't feeding my appetite. The Steelers content that I wanted, like everything is just so negative all the time or so garbage mm -hmm. or so this is what should we do. And this is what I would do. And this is what you know, why don't we do this or this person's horrible. Blame this person. Blame that. It's just like, man, are we Steelers fans? It's like. This is the, uh, you know, I'm not getting the content I want, which is uh, hopefully something more fun. I don't know, more, you know, more boring. I'm not claiming to know uh, who's going to start on Saturday. We play Saturday or Sunday. I'm not claiming to know. It's not, no, it's New Year's. It's New Year's Eve. You know, I'm just, I'm looking for something fun. I want to, you know, I want to uh, celebrate mm -hmm. these games with people that are enjoying it as much as I am, not just like, right. oh, look at what's going wrong every time. Yeah, if you focus on what's going wrong every time, then you've only had a great experience six days of your life, Steelers fans, <laughs> if you're if you're old enough. Or if you know. And I'm sure you were complaining then. I'm sure they were complaining then. Oh, you know, fans were complaining they didn't have six rings in the 70s, you know, uh, whatever. All right. Is there anything hey, else? Hey, one real thing I did want to jump in and say before I get, I did get a Christmas gift. I, I don't have Kyle's mailing address, uh, even though I've been to his place multiple times. I meant to unpack this, but I will give it to him in person when I turn to Los Angeles. I bought us a, a, a personalized, terrible towel here. Oh, very I don't cool. Know. It, I didn't. I, 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 I'd rather have Kyle unwrap it again. I've only been to Kyle's house several times. I didn't write down his address, so I had it mailed here with other Steeler gifts I got family. But, um, but yes, I'm very. This was something I should have done last year, and I'm glad I did this one. So it, um, but it speaks to what Kyle said. I mean, it's but you know the, the experience with so much of these games are about who you experience them with, and it certainly helped so much for me being able to experience them not just with Kyle but the, with the rest of you paying attention to this. So I'm grateful for that during this and any. Other time of year. That's what we've been talking about. I suppose so. Twenty twenty four. Two games left. Seattle, take it down to Geno Smith. Take them down. I would have rooted for Geno Smith nine times out of ten, but not this week. Right, um, and it also shows a quarterback can get better, right? I mean, a guy that initially seemed like he was good and then was bad and then come back. I mean, how does, you know, you look at Mason and Kenny, how can you not look at Geno Smith and think there's some hope for the future here? Geno, look at Baker. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, maybe, uh, you know, did Mace just earn in one more contract for next season? How hilarious. You know, the, uh, we didn't even mention it. The most telling thing to me was he was already thinking like, yeah, I'm going to have to start selling real estate in Santa Monica, you know. Um, <laughs> ah, shoot, I would love to just talk to him just about that, just about what he was right. thinking all week. Man, I hope there's a 30 for 30 for Mason. But to do that, he's going to have to win this week. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Until next week. Follow us on all the social media and that stuff. YouTube, YouTube, it's starting to, uh, is it? It's getting, it's starting to kick up in minuscule terms. So I appreciate those. Leave a comment or, or uh, subscribe. Otherwise, keep listening to your coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. <laughs>